0: Another episode right here for you. Yeah, look, we've got
1: we've had some massive international artists. Yeah. And I love that the last few episodes of More Than Music, we've really been focusing on Australian artists. Yeah. Because we have here, right in Australia, we have some fantastic Aussie artists, both in dance music, hip-hop, R&B, across all genres. And they're not really represented as much as they should be.
0: Uh, that's very true. But the great thing about Australian artists is they all support each other in a network and for some reason you, you always find that six degree of separation in Australia with, with artists and it's, and it's great to see that because I know that everyone wants to make it big here. There's not a lot of competition but there's sort of you know you always want to make sure that the, the, the babies are trying to make it big and I love the way that Alice Ivy, you know works with a lot of big artists and is trying her best to make it work in the industry.
2: I guess that's what I love so much about being a music producer is that it does give you so much freedom. And also, you know, not just creating our Ivy Records, I've kind of been busy as a producer for other bands as well. And it's just really cool being able to just like delve and dive into different worlds every day.
1: She's fantastic. In her own right, she's an amazing producer, awesome DJ. And when you talk about producer, she is a multi-instrumentalist making her music from instruments and there's nothing against people making music out of the box but she really
0: owns that craft yeah. and and i can really appreciate that oh man she's awesome i can't wait to share this interview with you this is alice ivy check out your setup look at this, this is incredible you got guitars and great keyboards some, some, some there. this is fantastic stuff. you do your own production um or you know you're just playing your musical instruments
2: yeah, yeah, no, I am a music producer, so I produce all of my own music. Oh, wow, that's um, but yeah, this is my little home setup. Um, normally, actually, I've got a studio that I work out of, and normally, like, that's like. <laughs> every time I like I, I jump on a zoom call I'm always in there and mm. it kind of like there's so many synths and so much hardware in there like yeah. everyone always comments they're like is that backdrop real like
0: <laughs> no I saw I saw <laughs> that on your <laughs> socials it looked incredible in there I was I'm wondering if well wow, where that studio was in Melbourne and uh, oh, yeah, that's is that your actual studio in Melbourne the one that you work out oh wow you've built your own, yeah. own crib that's fantastic yeah
2: so, yeah, I've got my own little space that I share with another guy called Pitt Norman and he's he's also a music producer. So, we work out of a studio um in Northcote and it's literally on Mary Creek, which I don't know if uh you know Melbourne very well, but like there's there's um there's this little creek that goes throughout like the northern suburbs and it's really nice because it feels like you're in the middle of the bush or something, like you're you're not in the city. And so, yeah, this studio is amazing and it has like a deck a deck that overlooks like heaps of trees and it feels like you're in the middle of nowhere, which is, uh, which is kind of nice being in Melbourne and having that.
1: So you originally from Geelong, young and from Geelong, kicking things off and then shift on into Melbourne. And now, I mean, when I first heard Alice Ivy, a friend played me, um, get me a drink. And I was like, oh, damn, this is awesome. <laughs> the one thing that I got from your music was I'm someone that, my background like in terms of what i've really enjoyed listening to has always been like soul music, jazz music, um a lot of hip hop and there's so many of those inspirations throughout your music and i'm like this is this is cool, this is everything i want and more. And every single song you've released since then since i started listening to your music, i'm like this is incredible, it's great. How does your songwriting process work do you start with a sample do you start with an idea a melody how does it work
2: Ah, oh, thanks so much by the way shout out get me a drink um yeah. <laughs> such an oldie but a goodie um <laughs> uh, well I guess the songwriting process has somewhat changed um as I've kind of grown as a producer so initially I would back in the get me a drink days I would um oh hang on are you frozen
0: no no we're oh. just really still people
2: you're there. Yeah. yeah oh, okay. We really
0: take in what you're saying, but we just do these ones. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we get deep in thought. I'm so sorry. Keep going. Yeah. I'll no. just keep moving in case you think we're frozen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No.
2: Keep. Yeah. Keep, I'll just keep, shimmy for keep, a bit. Oh God, that's so funny Um, Yeah, so I guess um, the songwriting process has somewhat changed as I've grown as a producer Initially back in the Get Me A Drink um, days, I would usually draw inspiration from samples And, you know, growing up I would listen to like a lot of soul, Motown, hip-hop kind of music and, um, and when I first got into music production, sampling is what kind of got me hooked. I, would you know, drop a, drop a sample into the session and then start to like flesh out a song around it. And, you know, like that was really the spark of inspiration. However, as I've kind of grown as a producer and grown more confident in creating my own sounds, um, it's sort of now flipped where I'd spend days in the studio making interesting sounds and loops and, and, you know, like a chord progression or like, you know, like I'd resample it and chuck it through a whole bunch of hardware and then, you know, draw inspiration from that. So I'd be creating my own samples. So I guess it's kind of flipped as I've grown into, you know, as I've grown as a music producer, which is really cool.
0: I love that. I love hearing that because a lot of uh, um, artists are not, Producing their own stuff, and it you've, you've you've doubled up. You you know you're actually doing the creation behind all your music, and and it really gives you a hands-on, real personal feel to what Alice Ivy is, and and that's it's actually really cool to hear that. I like I'm excited that we get to talk to you, and and now everyone that listens to it gets to hear exactly how it's made. Because when I hear it, it's like I I kind of take it on like a maybe like a Flume style vibe with the sampling and everything as well and you've just got, you've got this great sound and now that I know you produced it I even lo- I love it even more now this is amazing to hear so, <laughs> so yeah heads, uh, yeah big uh big shout out to you just doing that that's that's really inspirational to me as well because I I find producing really hard and <laughs> I think that's you know you've done done very well with it
2: it's pretty it's pretty amazing you know having the chops because and I totally recommend anyone that is listening to this that wants to delve into music production to do it because it does give you a lot of freedom and you're not, you know, you're not sort of, um, you know, if you're a music producer, like I I can collaborate with different people say like, you know, oh, I want to, you know, maybe the song needs a rapper, you know, on the second verse or something like that. I can totally just do that. I can work with whoever I, you know, whoever is keen to work with me, but also whoever I want, I'm not sort of like restricted to, you know, just playing in a band or, or just, you know, writing songs in my bedroom by myself on a guitar. Like I can kind of delve into many different music genres. And I guess that's what I love so much about being a music producer is that it does give you so much freedom. And also, you know, not just creating Alice sidey records, I've kind of been busy as a producer for other bands as well. And it's just really cool being able to just like delve and dive into different worlds every day. Um, yeah,
0: pretty cool. What I want to know about is Weakness, obviously the latest track. And so where where did the story come from? You've matured as a producer and you've created Weakness. Uh, Like what's the story behind it?
2: Ah, So Weakness is, um, (laughs) Weakness was written. Weakness is a song um, that I wrote with an incredible artist called Psycho from Brisbane. And the song was written so just stepping back a little bit. I did, I put out my second record last year and in the middle of lockdown and I was doing a lot of Zoom writing sessions and, you know, Zoom writing sessions can make or break you. I kind of feel like they can be totally incredible or they can just be like, we're not going anywhere. This is really frustrating. But I jumped on a Zoom session, into a Zoom session with Psycho, this artist, and I sort of, um, I had this idea that I really wanted to play for her. And again, it was sort of, I feel like this, me growing as a producer and me sort of, you know, really getting into like a lot of analog gear and hardware and mixing and stuff like that. I've sort of kind of tapped into this world that I'm really keen to continue exploring on my third album. And it's sort of, you know, drawing from like, you know, 70s Motown, sort of psychedelic, sounds like old school kind of sounds and picking up instruments and not doing everything in the box all the time. And so I had this song that I, this instrumental that I played for Psycho and she was really into it. And um, we wrote Weakness in about three hours over Zoom, which is something that is a very weird, like that's something that's really rare and doesn't happen a lot. And it was just one of those things where it was like, we jumped on and it was like, we you know despite being separated and on screens we could definitely feel the energy um energy in the virtual writing room mm-hmm. um and yeah weakness was born and yeah I guess like from then um I it was we, it sort of came together we were kind of like um you know had the initial idea down and then I was sort of like thinking it was lacking a little bit of low end so I got um Nick Moshen who's um, an incredible bass player based in New York. He's in Mark Ronson's band. He plays in Bruno Mars's band. He's toured with the Black Keys and, you know, has played on Amy Winehouse's records. And I kind of was a bit scared hitting him up. I was like, oh, I wonder if he'll actually be keen. But he was really interested and in, in, he was really keen and down to put some bass on the track. So he put some bass on the track and then that's how it kind of came together, which is pretty amazing.
1: That's insane. Wow. Like even just hearing the way you talk, like – from t- chatting to you, um, what for the past five ten minutes or so, <laughs> I can tell that you're quite a. You, you seem like you'd be quite a collaborative person mm-hmm. when it comes to like something creative. And I've always said numerous times, like for me, anything creative, anything, any anything creative is such a collaborative process. And like COVID, let's throw that aside. But it was the one thing that kind of that really hit was we can't be in the studio together we can't do the and to hear that you guys created a track like that and to to listen to it now and go this is this is a this is an Alice Ivy track this is a great (laughs) great track and to know that it happened over zoom in such a short period of time that's that's awesome how did you find the whole zoom thing like has that been difficult for you or
2: it's um look I kind of (laughs) <laughs> I'm super grateful for it, but it's definitely not the same. I mean, when COVID hit, right, I feel like a lot of artists kind of were in the same boat. When COVID first hit, it was something, you know, switching to Zoom sessions and collaborating, you know, so like a writing session is, you know, generally, you um, it's, you know, an artist will come into the writing room, like you'll go into a writing room with someone else. And generally I produce, like sometimes I kind of am put in just a writer's position, but, you know, you kind of spend the day writing a song, right? That's normally how it kind of works. But, you know, with COVID sort of taking that away, we were kind of forced to, and as well as everyone in the world, was forced to kind of switch to Zoom. And it was something that I kind of held off for a long time just because I was like, no, no, we're going to come out of lockdown. We're going to be able to go into the studio. I don't need to do this, but, positive you know, we did
1: Positive vibes, didn't, positive thinking. <laughs> let's do
2: it. <laughs> we, we didn't. Like, we didn't. You know, we were in lockdown yeah. for, like, a year and a half in Melbourne. Anyway, um, I guess... I kind of came to it and I did a lot of Zoom sessions in lockdown and I kind of got better at it. And it's just something that you just need to adapt to and just get used to. I mean, it's really frustrating when, first of all, you're working with someone like Colt, that you've never met before. And it's kind of like, normally in a writing session, you go get a coffee and you hang out for like an hour and you can kind of get a vibe, but like in a zoom session, you can have a chat, but it's not like you have that. You can't really read them as much as well. So, um, so the first sort of like 10 minutes, is always like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? Kind of like a Tinder date kind of vibe, but like even more (laughs) awkward because it's virtual. And then you kind of, are expected to start the song, and it can be a really challenging process. You know, as you know, as we've had in this in the in the chat today, like Zoom, you know, lagging and like internet problems, and you can't sing and play at the same time, and all that kind of stuff is really challenging. But what I do love about Zoom sessions is that the mute button is amazing. <laughs> like when you're in the when you're in a session, right, and you're like you're normally in the, in the real world and you're you're working on something you kind of have to have playback going the whole time so the other artist can vibe off it but in a zoom session you're like hey here's that loop and I'm just going to go on mute and I'm just going to work on the drums a bit and like let's touch base in 20 minutes you know what I mean it's kind of like tag teaming and it's like okay cool let's touch base in an hour <laughs> or 20 minutes and keep working on it
0: that's awesome yeah, I, I I put a mute button on him all the time. He <laughs> just shut up. No, it's the same as, <laughs> it's the same as this
1: interview like an interview when we've been interviewing through covid and kind of like, and you would have noticed from the start of this. You can kind of you can log on and be, I've, I don't know I've never heard of these guys who are they and then all of a sudden you go <laughs> the start of it's kind of like all right what's going yeah. on with what do you what do you guys want to know what what's happening <laughs> what are you do you guys know your music? Do you guys know what's happening? Let me see what's going on. Okay, it's dodgy. It's a dodgy Tinder date, and it's Tinder hopefully, date. it's working out thus far. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, trying
0: to, I'm trying to swipe. <laughs> but, there, okay. Yes. <laughs> um with your with your live performances cuz you're you're a one girl band like you're just doing everything by yourself so what what's your shows like you have like you know those marching bands that have like the drum kit and the thing in the background they are just doing everything uh, by themselves and the singing is that is that your on the show do you have like your, you know do you have like a band behind you doing their thing uh you know playing your music? Oh my god
2: marching band like every instrument attached to me that'd is be, such an inspiration be, maybe that's what that shit fantastic
0: <laughs> i'm pretty sure i have one of those monkey toys like full that full kick it, drum full everything <laughs> sample pads.
2: Oh my God. That would be so funny. Um, (laughs) yeah, I guess, you know, it's funny that you asked that question. I'm kind of in the middle of rejigging, um, and working on the live set. I mean, um, i got plenty of time to do it at the moment as I am in isolation. Mm. But um, I, so initially I started the Alice Ivy, you know, a couple of years ago, I, up until, you know, recently I had played everything, every show solo. And, you know, sometimes I'd bring, um, depending on whether it was like a big festival or a headline tour, I'd bring like a singer or a rapper along. And then, you know, I'd have like a guitarist synth player who'd kind of join sometimes. And, I guess what I really loved about that is I sort of, you know, I could kind of change the set on the fly and it was just me. And so what I do is I trigger, you know, a whole bunch of samples and loops. And and so I'm I'm kind of triggering that at the same time. Then I'm like playing guitar and singing along and I kind of an Alice Ivy show is very energetic. I don't stop and I kind of I really like to like get into the crowd and stuff like that. Um and so that that was sort of what I've been doing up until recently. Um, I've started to bring a band in. So I've got a live drummer now, which is pretty amazing. And it's amazing how much live drums add to a live show, yeah. especially electronic music. It's pretty heavy now. It's heavy hitting. So, um, and then yeah, my guitarist and um, and synth player like plays along as well. But generally I, I kind of don't really stop on, it's, it's a hard thing with electronic music. Like you kind of you know, it's like, oh, why can't I just like hide behind decks and just trigger it, you know, mm. as be a DJ essentially. But I kind of have always been a fan of playing in bands and doing everything live. So, um, yeah, that's sort of where I'm at with the live show. It's pretty fun. Uh, yeah, you should come to a show. No, 100%. <laughs> I,
1: like, I love hearing that too because yeah. you, it's easy to listen to an Alice Ivy song and go, Oh, well, you could be either. You could be a DJ with a couple of decks and just lights and whatnot behind you. Or the beauty of it is, it's a versatile mm. sound. You can get pull it all apart because you've produced it yourself. Pull it all apart and go right. Well, say the bongos or congas in weakness. You've got you could yeah. just pull them out and have like some person like cracking out. <laughs> It could be us. We should totally do it. I'll play play one. One each. One each. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One thing that I've loved about looking at your um, your uh, repertoire of, of tracks is you like to release in albums, and I'm such a fan of that. So you've got like two albums now. You've obviously got a few singles and whatnot, but I really love that in terms of having like a a the way I always look at an album, it's like a journey okay. from start to finish. And the you've got what three out now, two out now.
2: Two albums, uh, two. yeah, you two got... full length out albums. I skipped the whole EP thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but having two full albums out now, I look at it and go, that's that's cool. And and is 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 there another one coming? Are you do you do you create in that space? Is that the whole purpose of what why you how you release? Is it a uh, to, to have that journey and, and is that really important to you as an artist?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's a really good, that's a really good question. I am totally, I mean, even, even listening to music, I kind of never really, I, I'm a really big fan of full length records. Yeah. I've always just, you know, like my favorite bands are, you know, my favorite artists are like the Avalanches and, um and, you know, I really love a sequenced album. I feel like it's really hard to express and you know everything that you want to say in an ep i feel like it's just not enough time yeah. um and i feel like it's something you know especially as a producer it's creating especially like when you want to take uh, when you know whenever i want to make an alice ivy record i really want to just make i want to take the the listener on like a sonic journey. It's not just about the songwriting, it's about, you know, the production as well. And I feel like full length albums have always been something that I've really loved because it's given me a big enough sort of space to be able to Um, to to work with. And yeah, essentially ever since I put out my second record last year, I've been working really hard towards work, uh, towards writing a third album. And um again, you know, having to do that in lockdown is really hard as I am a very collaborative person. I like to work with, you know, artists on every song essentially. Mm. Um I have been doing that over Zoom a lot now. And but, yeah, I guess, you know, next year um, I've got plans to go to the States to continue working on my third album, and we've got some really cool collabs and writing sessions um, lined up, which is, like, so cool and so exciting for me right now. <laughs> like, I it's just like, especially right now, it's just like, oh, my God, the thought of getting on a plane and going somewhere is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess yeah, I am working towards a third album, and uh, hopefully good times ahead.
1: Hell yeah! That's so well, that's exciting. that's one thing that I'm super excited to see who you're collabing with because. Like, I look at the collabs so far and I go like people like Imbi, Thelma Plum and look around and and even just seeing some um like acoustic sessions that you've done with someone like All Day and all those people. I'm just like oh who 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 are the other the new friends of Alice <laughs> Ivy? What's gonna Where is this gonna
0: go? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like fangirling <"Hats!" laughs> <laughs> right here. That's great. Uh, we, uh, that's uh, so uh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna definitely be the groupies at your next uh show. We we're gonna we wanna check you out. If come to sydney at some point we're definitely going to come to melbourne so we'll uh definitely hit you up and we'll go get a uh yes. a real coffee um where we well, you know not <laughs> freeze in the middle of the coffee If you if maybe like <laughs> you drop dropping coffees on it i'm okay i'm okay it's like we are i'm social. okay i swear yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're excited to see your show it's gonna be cool the one girl band just Smacking it out, smacking it out with a good yeah. Got my got my
2: um like big symbols and stuff. I just I
0: just have that monkey (laughs) that monkey toy in my mind. I don't know why.
2: Totally.
1: Oh, Alice Ivy. I'm Honestly, I'm a massive fan of her music in yeah. general, so it was so awesome to sit down and have a chat with her. I can't wait to actually meet her in person and really chew her ear off about like where her mind is at creatively and, and how her music comes to be.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be silly. I'm going to be like, I can't wait to see her in her marching band outfit with all her instruments like hooked up to her <laughs> because she's so cool and talented with her, mu- mu- like, her musical background and the way she produces and uses musical instruments it's great to see this as an Australian artist to be so talented she's gonna be next level
1: completely agree completely agree and I look at people like her and then we speak to people like Toucan
0: oh talented and the music is great imagine having just a great personality talent and putting a great show together and just having the whole combination Toucan is what you want to see Having like little snippets of influence from everyone and bringing that together actually makes it fun in my opinion. Instead of just like a structural, you know, every song has to be this genre. So I find a lot of uh, creative freedom in just writing with different people or, you know, having a studio session with a, a guy that plays like the clarinet and that inspires something or other, you know, I find that the fun part of music.
1: Well, Toucan's gonna be on our next episode of More Than Music.